This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back. This is Becky All Daily presented by BetMGM. Aaron Hawksworth and PJ Glasser are with you this Monday morning, top of the hour, 11 a.m. Eastern. We're here with you for one more hour. So now it is time to take a look at the Western Conference, which I'm actually looking forward to this. The East is a tough one. There's two teams and then there's everybody else. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, throw me a life vest. I don't know who I'm going to bet on in the East. But the West, it is stacked, PJ. Let me go through some of the odds according to BetMGM. We've got the Suns as the favorite um, to win the West at plus 230, followed by the Nuggets plus 350. The Clippers, who are going to get Russell Westbrook, Oh, surprise, surprise. Their odds didn't change. They're still 5-1 to one to win the West and 10-1 to one to win it all. Now we've got the Mavericks plus 750. Interesting. And then the Warriors plus 850. The Grizzlies also plus 750. And then there's a big drop-off, PJ. It, yeah. It's going to be the Lakers 20-1, to one, Pelicans 22-1. to one. I, I love the Kings 50-1, to one, but I doubt they'll go ahead and, and uh, win the West. But um, where would you be looking? I, it's going to take some time, I think, to to see. I mean, when is KD going to make his debut, by the way? Do we know? I keep waiting. I, for I don't think we know. I know he's working his way back from that injury. And Phoenix has obviously been playing good basketball as of late. Booker's back looking like Devin Booker. Um, mm-hmm. Phoenix is the team I like, Aaron. And I know sometimes, especially when you're talking about superstars, like it, it takes time for these things to develop, to develop kind of what we're seeing in Dallas. That was my big concern with the Mavericks is when you bring Kyrie Irving over, you're talking about two ball dominant guards in Luca and Kyrie and that stuff takes time to mesh you mentioned at the top of the show there's only like 20 games left in the NBA regular season and Kyrie and Luca aren't playing together every night I think so far they've only played like two games together so they're trying to work out the kinks they're trying to build this chemistry so by the time that they get back to the playoffs you know they're, they're trying to compete for a championship so I don't like Dallas to me Phoenix is the team I know Denver's been great all year not only do they have that great offense, but they, they're a good defensive team. They don't lose at home. They're 27-4 and four at home this season, and they have that advantage playing in the altitude. But I still like Phoenix. When, when you're talking about playoff basketball, when you get into a half-court game and you're trying to defend Kevin Durant and Devin Booker, you have a point guard like Chris Paul who is so good as a floor general and can facilitate – and the fact that they didn't have to give up DeAndre Ayton to Brooklyn in that trade for KD, I think is going to be huge. So as long as they stay healthy, as long as KD is available, to me, uh, Phoenix is the team to beat. I think they're going to win the West. 
And they have the experience too. Um, I mean, they are a younger team, but they were just there, there a couple of years ago. So they do have some experience. I just think the Nuggets, even though some of these other teams in the West got better, arguably, you know, with the trade deadline, the Nuggets shouldn't be overlooked, PJ. I mean, they've hit 40 wins before the All-Star break for the first time in franchise history. They have Jokic, who, you know, Mr. Triple-Double himself. So I just think that this is a team, will they go and, you know, win it all is the question. I mean, they have the talent, but I think it's going to be tough against KD and Booker and this Suns team. But I definitely don't think they should be overlooked. I also thought the Clippers were kind of interesting before we saw that Russell Westbrook plans to sign with them. Yeah. I don't think I could put my money on it. I mean, they've got Ty Lue as their head coach. Obviously, he's phenomenal and has a lot of experience at that level. But I just... I would overlook them. I just don't think I could see them putting it all together. It seems like I have said this before. They just remind me of the chargers. Like it's just nice. Things can't happen for the Clippers. <laughs> yeah. Both, both LAC teams, right? The LA Chargers, the LA Clippers. I think that's a good comp to me. They're kind of like the Sixers of the, of the Western conference. Like, I don't know if I can trust them. If they're, if they're out there and Kawhi and Paul George are healthy they absolutely have a shot. And I kind of like what they did at the deadline. They got Bones Highland. They got Mason Plumley down low. I think those are two pieces that are going to help them. But I don't know, Aaron. We, we've just we've seen this time and time again where on paper it looks good with the Clippers. And do we really expect Kawhi to be out there for all these playoff games and helping them win? Maybe. If so, to me, that would be, would be the pick, the outside pick of – Phoenix yeah. or Denver, if you're looking for somebody else, would be the Clippers at plus 490. I just don't know if I can trust them to stay healthy. Other team I wouldn't sleep on either that I've been high on all season is the New Orleans Pelicans. But again, they're another team that needs to get healthy because Zion, again, he just suffered that injury. Yeah. He's going to be out again. But Aaron, you look at that roster, and I'm like, it's Zion, it's McCollum, it's Brandon Ingram, it's Herb Jones. Like, they can shoot the three. They're athletic. They have size. And they got some experience last year going toe-to-toe -to -toe with the Suns. If Zion's out there, I think there's tons of value on the Pelicans. But they're going to be cautious with them. And uh, I, I don't know. But that's a juicy price that they got. Because what are they right now? 20, 25 to 1 to win the West? 22 to 1 to win the to West. One, 50 yeah. to 1 to win the NBA title. Um, I would have to pass. I can't do the Zion and Pelicans thing, but you enjoy that if you decide to bet on it. Lightning bets coming up <laughs> at the end of the hour. Um, so where I would be looking, the Clippers are interesting to me, but can I trust them? I can't. <sighs> I love Luca. I really want to see this Mavericks team. I really want to see it work out. I think there's value on the Mavericks at plus 750 to win the West, 16 to 1 to win the title. Luca and Kyrie, can they get that chemistry down and make it all work? I mean, they were the first duo in NBA history to each average 30 points in their first two games as teammates. So it's a start of something, but it's been a little bit of a rocky start. So can they put it all together? I think will be fascinating. So if I'm looking, 
it's kind of similar to the East. We like two teams. So we, I think we agree. We like the Suns and Nuggets, but are we going to put our money there? Because there's not a lot of value, probably not. So just like I like the Cavs in the East, I like the Mavs in the West. You know, you bring up an interesting point about the Mavericks, because if you look at it from the perspective, this team made the Western Conference final last year, and they arguably got better, right? Like they had Brunson on that team, and you replace Brunson with Kyrie now. And you have all those guys that have experience from playing last year. And if you look at the Western Conference and you can say, okay, this year's Golden State is now Phoenix. If you think Dallas is is the team that they were last postseason and they're the second best team in the West and they can knock off Denver, they can knock off Memphis, the Clippers, or whoever, I do think there's some value there with Dallas. Again, I just worry about the fact that this relationship with Kyrie and Luka and the kind of players that they are on the floor, I think that kind of thing is going to take time to gel. And you even saw it in one of the games that they played at the end of the game against the Timberwolves. Luka and Kyrie, they they were having trouble figuring out who was going to take the final shot. Luka's always been the closer, but Kyrie had had a super hot fourth quarter. And Luka was kind of in between, do I give it to Kyrie because he's the hot hand, or do I take it because I'm the closer? So I do think there's going to be some growing pains there with Dallas. I don't know if they're going to have enough time to build that chemistry. But they're an interesting team, Aaron, because, again, they made the Western Conference final last year, and you could argue that their team is probably better because Kyrie is obviously an upgrade from Brunson, who was a good player for him last year. I agree. I agree. And hopefully they can get it together. So I think that's a good look at plus 750. You brought up the Golden State Warriors. Now, this is an interesting. This is an interesting team. Very difficult to figure out. Like, who are they? This has been a very average season. Um, But it's like, it's kind of like... um, Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, do you really want to bet against them? Come playoff time, I still think this is a team you don't want to face in the first round. So I think there could be some value there, but the problem is Gary Payton out for at least a month. Steph Curry, he's going to miss a few more weeks. Can they stay healthy? Where is this magical run going to come from? Will it even happen? You know, because because it just is the Warriors – I'm okay with them at plus 850. Like maybe you, maybe they are that team that can just flip a switch and be dangerous come playoff time. And they don't, who cares? Maybe they, they want everyone to think they're mediocre and they're not very good and going to do anything. That's fine because if you bet on them, you could get some pretty good value at plus 850. And they have the experience. You know, I've really never had an opinion on the Warriors yet this season. Like I've tried to sway one way, like I'm totally out on them or I'm not counting them out yet. The concerning thing is just their road woes this season. They're 7-22 and on the road. They, they have been an awful road team all year. Just doesn't feel like it's their year, Aaron. Like, the tone, I think, was set before the season even started when Jordan Poole and Draymond got into that altercation and Draymond punched them. And it's just kind of really never been the same since. And Steph's been in and out of the lineup dealing with injuries. Look, when they're fully healthy – and they're and they're in playoff mode, and it's Curry and Clay and Draymond and Wiggins and Jordan Poole. I mean, that's that's a team you don't want to face. Like, could you imagine being the Denver Nuggets as the number one seed, and your potential matchup could be the Warriors in the first round? Like, how much would that stink if you're Denver? Yeah, I agree. So one team that I absolutely love. Um, so I. 
I'm a big Sabonis fan. I love the Kings. At 50-1 to win the West? I mean, they've got De'Aaron Fox, who was named a substitute in the All-Star selection. He scored at least 30 points in three straight games since they made that announcement. Uh, the Kings' offense is outstanding, PJ. It's the defense that really scares oh, me. Oh, yeah. I think they can hang with anyone offensively, but defense they need to work on that. And I think that's why you're probably getting such good value, but maybe people, I don't know why. I don't think there's that much of a drop off between like the Kings and Mavericks and the Grizzlies. To me, they're all kind of lumped together and I don't think there should be that big of a difference. But when you see the odds, like uh, the Mavs plus 750 Kings 50 to one. I don't know if they're that far apart. I actually think the Kings are better than the Lakers and you could get better value on them. I agree with you that the Kings are better on the Lakers. I wouldn't touch them though in the futures market. See, the thing is with teams like the Kings, when you're looking at March Madness, you want to fade teams that are all offense and no defense because the game slows down. It's a half-court game, and that's what I worry about with the Kings. They're all offense, no defense. That can fly in the regular season. You can win a lot of games, but when you get into playoff basketball, it becomes half-court. It becomes more physical. I think that's where the Kings are going to really struggle. I love what they're building. I think they're a really good team. Uh, they're a fun young team to watch, and I'm glad Sacramento finally has a good basketball team that they can rally around. I think they got the right coach, too, because Mike Brown is a defensive coach. I love Mike Brown. And he's yeah. got this offensive juggernaut, but, like, you look at the Kings. They lead the NBA in scoring, as we know, at 119.5 points per game. You look at the top seven, top six teams in the West right now, nobody in the West gives up more than 100 13 points per game, whereas the Kings give up 117 points per game. So their defense is just so far and away bad compared to the other teams in the West. And when you get into playoff basketball, I really do think that's going to make all the difference. So I love the Kings. I'll be rooting for them. But their, their team right now, as far as this year, just won't translate into the playoffs. I wonder if this is telling, but there's a team we haven't talked about. And they're third right now in the West. The Memphis Grizzlies. John ja Morant, Jaron Jackson Jr. Are we just overlooking them? Or is this a sign that we have, we've been talking almost 15 minutes and haven't even brought them up yet? Are, are we being disrespectful? Or should we be giving them more credit? What do you think? To me, the Grizzlies are like a little better version of the Cavaliers. Like, they're a team that you can see – Given, given the upper echelon team some trouble, they could be a thorn in some of the top team sides. John Morant's kind of your Donovan Mitchell. It just feels like Memphis is missing like another piece, doesn't it? Like, like they, they could have yeah. used another star. And that's where, that's where I struggle with them. I love Ja. He's probably my favorite player in the NBA. Uh, Dylan Same. Brooks is a perfect guy to have. In, in the postseason because, like, he's a villain. He's a guy you love him if he's on your team. You hate him if he's not. He's perfect. Jaron Jackson Jr. is a great defensive guy. Steven Adams is great in the postseason, too. It just feels like, Aaron, they're missing another guy, and until they get that, I can't buy in on the Grizzlies. Doesn't it seem like the Grizzlies are that team you probably don't want to face in the first round, but you just don't have the confidence that they're going to make a deep run and win a championship right no now. Doubt. And I agree with you. Missing a piece for sure. 
All right. So for you, where are you putting your money if besides Suns or Nuggets? Clippers? Clippers and to. give me a long shot little lunch money on the Pelicans as well cuz if Zion's healthy right. I really like I really like him. I'm going Mavs and Kings for my long shot. Okay. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM Drew Dinsick aka Whale Capper and an analyst for NBC Sports. We're going to ask him who he likes in the West next.